0: Your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman. And I'm Thomas Welch. And we got a, a fun episode for you guys today. Uh, segment one, we're we'll going to be talking about a very important holiday. So stay tuned for that. Uh, and then we're going get, to be getting into the recent Blues Winter Classic news, talking about potential jersey designs we'd like to see and all that fun stuff. And then the final segment, we're going to be getting into the Montreal Canadiens staying alive and forcing a game five in the Stanley Cup final. Before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Locked On NHL. You need more hockey news, and Locked On NHL is here to fill the gap. It's the Locked On Network's daily podcast on everything happening in the league. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories and game recaps each day. Subscribe to Locked On NHL today wherever you get podcasts. All right. So we just had the 4th of July, obviously, but that's not the big holiday that I'm talking about because, Tommy, today is National Fried Chicken Day. I didn't know that even existed. Oh my god. But I am over the moon. I love fried chicken and I think it should be a national holiday. I think we should get work off. I
0: think every restaurant should be converted
1: into a fried chicken restaurant for today.
0: What's more American than taking some kind of dead animal and deep frying it? I can't think of anything off the top of the head. So it's a two for one deal. You get Fourth of July and then National Fried Chicken Day right afterwards because like I said, nothing more American than deep frying some birds, but I already know right off the jump if if you're going like fast food fried chicken, what do you think's the cream of the crop when it comes to uh, the chicken connoisseurs?
1: It's probably Popeyes. KFC used to be pretty good, but I feel like the last few times I've gone to KFC, I've been I've been underwhelmed. Um, but but one of the biggest problems in general is like at these fried chicken places, it's not easy to just go like and say like Hey, give me ten wings." It's, it, you can't just get wings. It's always like, "Hey, I'll, I'll get I'll get a four piece, and you get like w- two wings and then one." big breast chicken breast that's like you get like you get like two bites of like the fried stuff and then the rest of it you're just eating dry white meat chicken and you're like that's that's not what i signed
0: up for. you don't want chicken breast slander here bro i always go a little breast
1: it's just not for me like it's it's, it's oh, the, fri- the, the fried the ch- fried if it's done well like a good fried chicken breast then absolutely but i feel like when you're getting it from like popeyes or kfc it's it's like you get like three good bites and the rest of it is just dry chicken
0: it's the most meat though you get the most bang for your buck yeah. if you're constantly like spitting out bones and like eating around obstacles, it's good, don't get me wrong, but you're not getting the most out of your meal. You feel me
1: I feel like you but you lose some of the crisp with a chicken breast like that's what's good about a nice a nice wing is it's crispy and crunchy like I would rather eat like th- four chicken wings that consume the same amount of meat that I would from one chicken
0: breast, yeah drums are a flat guy
1: it, it usually we're asking the hard-hitting guy. questions today yeah. to be honest this might be yeah. the most like the most polarizing episode yeah exactly I, i'm usually a flats guy but like when it comes to fried chicken it's pretty even it's pretty 50 50 if they make it well um there's this one place near my near my school it's called the roaming rooster And like that's actual like fried chicken. Like they don't even separate them. Like you got to break them apart yourself so you get like a drum and a flat. Oh okay. Um, I like that. Yeah, and they deep fry it, and they got they got like four levels. They got like no hot, mild, medium, and hot. And little did I know, medium was made with fresh habaneros. Oh man. And hot was made with ghost peppers maybe it's like extra hot hot medium whatever Regardless, say, ghost pepper the,
0: seems a little extreme
1: <laughs> yeah re- regardless like they don't tell you that so the first time i went there i got the habanero wings and and it was so tasty but it was it was very very regretful both while eating them and the next morning but that place is so good. So like, if if you're saying, like, if I get fried chicken anywhere, is from the Roaming Rooster. It, it, it's in the Washington, D.C. area, if any of you guys listening uh, live in that area. I'm pretty sure they got two locations. So definitely, definitely check them out. And I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. There's got to be some good stuff out in the Midwest.
0: Yeah, I don't think you can mention chicken without Chick-fil-A. So we're going to throw that into the mix, but I think when it, for me personally, when it comes to fast food, uh, I think the cream of the crop is Raising Cane's and that might be polarizing in itself, but I never had Raising Cane's. Oh dude, Raising Cane's is, and it's like, I don't know what it is, the batter, whatever they use on their chicken fingers, but it is by far uh, the best chicken I've had in terms of fast food. Um. Uh, not fast food sit down Holte's is right by my house Uh, it's like Imperial Arnold exit they have really good wings there Um, I'm, most of the time I'm more of a burger guy than chicken but I will say drums over flats all day every day and here's the reason why flats are have that little gap between like the two bones in there right so you, gotta, you have you to gotta, like, like get your finger in there yeah you gotta slither your tongue in there like you're speaking parcel tongue from Harry Potter and <laughs> it's just it doesn't feel right to me and like the drumstick is just like so round it's perfect you can just uh get all the meat off and eat it the right way without leaving any meat left on the bone so in my opinion so, 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 sometimes we're flat
1: so you, i run into the same problem that i'm dealing with with the, with the, with the breast you, you just don't have the, the ratio of, of fried outer layer to meat is just very off you know like you get these yeah. huge whopping drumsticks where you like you take one bite and then all the breading comes off and you're like well dang now i'm just eating the. A grilled chicken wing. I'm not here to eat healthy food. I want every bite to be caked in deep fried batter. Have you so, had Church's
0: chicken? I have not. Oh, dude. Okay. We don't. I mean, we not appreciate chicken out here too. on the Church's East Coast. Church's chicken is amazing.
1: East Coast, they don't. We don't like our chicken. We just got like the, the typical McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's. But but there's not a whole lot of fried chicken. Places. You guys got
0: more like seafood than us though, too. Yeah, to and I don't fair. like seafood. It balances out. You don't nah. like seafood? All right. Well, that's a topic for another day.
1: <laughs> I I don't mind seafood. It's just like the the smell is what gets me.
0: That's fair. And it it's always just, gonna have that like little fishy aftertaste. But I
1: don't like I don't like the fishy aftertaste. Like, like I... fried fried shrimp or not even just reg- regular shrimp too. But and like certain certain fish I'll i I'll, I'll eat. But lobster nah overrated.
0: Lobster is so good, dude. Especially it tastes with the butter. good, but oh, man. the
1: smell, man. I can't get past the smell.
0: Welcome to Locked on Food. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, anyways, we do got some hockey content to talk about, and we're going to be getting into that in the next segment. But first, I want to tell you guys about our good friends over at rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. You can save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend up to 30%, 50% or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. And when we return, we'll be talking all about the Winter Classic. So don't go anywhere. All right, Tommy. So exciting news came out last week. We talked about it a little bit with Seth on the crossover episode, but we didn't get too deep into it. And I want to do that here today. The Blues will be playing the Minnesota Wild at Target Field in this year's upcoming Winter Classic, January 1st, 2022. First of all, that means new jerseys, which is always exciting. But that also means another outdoor game, which the last one was so much fun. So I'm really looking forward to it. What about you?
0: I did hear some rumblings about uh, the potential design for the jerseys, Uh, like a source through a source through a source. So take that with what you will. But uh, I heard that the main color is going to be like beige or like a cream, like kind of like the tertiary color of the heritage jerseys. But we'll see what happens there. I personally would be all for that. I think it looks a lot like the old time hockey kind of thing. Anytime you play hockey outdoors, I think it brings a different element to the game. Uh, Not only for the fans, obviously playing in like Bush Stadium was absolutely electric and uh, going to Target Field up in Minnesota, it's sure to be the same thing too. But for the players as well, I feel like it takes them back to a time growing up in like playing pickup on the pond with their buddies or things like that instead of in front of a stadium or a dome of like, not to say that that's like not their dream their whole life because obviously it is that there's a reason that they made it as far as they did. But uh, I think when we had Robert Thomas on, I think voiced it best when he said like the main thing you want to do at the professional level is just consistently have fun with the game and like not take it too seriously and always make sure you're in that frame of mind. And I think that's why... These winter classic games and these outdoor games are so popular is because it forces those players to be in that state of mind. So we essentially see their best play on one of the biggest stages, not the biggest stage, but one of the biggest stages that the game has to offer.
1: Yeah, I think it's a really special experience. Um, It's something that I look forward to every year, even before the Blues got in it a couple of years ago. Uh, It's just always so fun to watch that, and I feel like there's there's so many classics like. I can just picture so easy like the the Penguins one with their blue uniforms. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I watched that game so many times, and all the times when like it's been snowing out, even though it's not the best for conditions and visibility, it just feels so like like you said like playing pickup with your buddies, and it really epitomizes just this the spirit of hockey, the spirit of the game. Like you said, um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to the Blues. Going up against the wild, especially because it's like going to be the first Winter Classic since COVID screwed everything up, and I know that there's some other outdoor games they might be coming up before, but I feel like this is going to be like one of the first big events that ESPN is going to have the chance to cover as well. Something that isn't just like you know, oh Wednesday night rivalry or whatever. It's actually going to be something that hopefully ESPN tries to promote to not just hockey fans. You know, a spectacle, a big event, and it's really cool that you know our our Blues are going to be in it. And I'm looking forward to how ESPN kind of covers that and how the NHL presents a winter classic with taking a year off and, and having maybe a little bit of extra time to prepare. Because um, uh, the the spectacle and the presentation of it is always half the fun. You know, the the jet flyover and all that stuff. So it's going to be a really good time. I'm looking forward to it. And hopefully, fingers crossed, the, the, the cards fall in the right way and we can maybe get, get out to Minnesota to maybe go to the game or at least watch it from a distance, but could be, could be a really good time.
0: And along that same line of thinking the media coverage and all those things, if this off season pans out the way that a lot of people are expecting it to, and we're certainly expecting it to, and it seems like a lot of blues fans are expecting it to, uh, if there is a ton of movement and one of those big names do end up coming to St. Louis. And then, like you said, ESPN uh, puts them center stage in the winter classic outdoor game. That could be, a lot of fans, a lot of new fans coming in uh, to join the St. Louis Blues parade. So uh, it's, another, um, it's another scenario where the league can expand its fan base, but also the Blues can potentially expand theirs as well. So uh, anytime that happens in my book, you chalk that up as a win no matter what. But like you said, hopefully the Blues come out victorious against the Minnesota team that they seem to have their number this last year, but finished the standings ahead of us. So,
1: yeah, I mean, I think that they're a pretty even matchup. You know, it's not like we're going out against Colorado, where I'd be worried that the Blues are going to get blown out five-one. Embarrassed, um, yeah. Right, right. Um, I feel like you know, anytime the Blues play Minnesota, just because of the style of play, it's always going to be a close game. Even if the Blues do have the edge, you know, they're not going to go out there and blow them out. It's going to be like a you know a three-two, four-three, whatever. Um, so it, it's definitely setting up for an entertaining product on the ice, which, like I said before, I, I think this is ESPN's go- going to be like their first opportunity to really promote, uh, an NHL game and just NHL coverage in general. So I really hope that they take full advantage of it and sort of show what they've got to offer in terms of covering the NHL for, for the years moving forward, because I think especially this post season, NBC has shown that they're not um, exactly the best fit in terms of covering the NHL. I don't know if they've just thrown in the towel because they know that they're uh, done covering them after this year, but it really feels like they've been dropping the ball in terms of just coverage. It, It feels a little boring. It feels like we've been seeing the same sort of display and presentation for years now. So I'm looking forward to seeing it switched up next year. And like I've been saying, the Winter Classic is a really, really good opportunity for ESPN to present some national coverage, you know, not just not just uh, um, the, the game of the week. It's going to be something that they're probably going to push on to a lot of fans, and like you said, the potential to get a lot of new fans. Who doesn't love watching outdoor hockey? And if, you know, let's say someone, this is their first time watching hockey, they're scrolling through the channels, and they see an outdoor game, it's going to be amazing. So it's definitely a way to bring in a lot of new fans, like you said.
0: Well, let's put yourself in Doug Armstrong's shoes for a minute, bald head and everything sun gleaming off your noggin do you <laughs> do you go with a historic jersey again even though we just did that with the heritage and the retros or do you go with something completely new uh, like they did with the like 2000 arch circle logos uh, I saw someone on Facebook that wanted that same jersey except like the reverse color scheme I kind of like that idea nice. I would like that yeah obviously it's gonna be white since the blues are away in this game but what do you think, Josh? Do you think they go creative here and like something completely way out of the blue? Or do you think they reach into their history again?
1: I would love to see them go creative and just pull pull some completely new design out and, and you know, shock everyone um, and come up with something that's like gorgeous, you know, like a lot of teams have done for past winter classics. Um, but I, I, I if I were to guess, I think that they're going to go a historic route. I wouldn't be surprised to see them do something like they did in the, with the alumni jerseys um i think that would be a pretty safe bet
0: you know how when you like read music it's like on a measure right and like the musical notes like sit on that i would love to see them use like that entire thing and maybe like when the blues go marching in as the music or something and use that as like the stripes or like the piping on the jersey that would look unbelievable and i don't know why nobody's thought of that You know, that would look sick. Sort of like what they did for the All-Star jerseys, but like a a more enhanced version. But like actually adequate and not like the best time to wear a striped sweater.
1: I mean, I think that there are a lot of angles that they could approach this, especially considering that they're going to be, like you said, wearing an away jersey. I don't think we've really ever seen uh, a Blues Alternate jersey that's an away jersey. I feel like they've been wearing the same away jerseys for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, the closest thing we got was the um, alumni jersey from a couple of years ago. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with it. Um, and honestly, what Minnesota does as well. I think that they have they have a pretty pretty nice color scheme, and when when uh, used correctly, they can come up with some nice jerseys. So I think it's going to be a very aesthetically pleasing matchup between the two teams. Um, I love I love new jerseys. I love jersey releases, and I'm probably going to get. Uh, a Winter Classic jersey. Dep- depending on who I'll get, though, we'll 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 have to see. Um, but I'm really looking forward to it. So, speaking of things that I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing my Montreal Canadiens extend this series uh, tomorrow night. I think they're playing again. All so right. that sounds right. Yeah. So when we get into that, but first, I want to tell you guys about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to put in all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline.ag. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and your UFC and MMA action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for what might be their final games. In the playoffs in both the NBA and NHL, both of them are wrapping it up. So, sports betting is getting even more intense. So, definitely get in on the action before those end. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. and receive a 50% welcome bonus along with your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And don't forget to use that promo code LOCKEDON and get that 50% welcome bonus along with your first deposit. And when we come back, we'll be talking about the Bandwagon Bowl, the Montreal Canadiens, and Tampa Bay Lightning. Heading into Game Five, so don't go anywhere.
0: Real quick, Josh, Suns or Bucks tonight? Suns. Give me the Suns. I was going Suns too. I like the Bucks a lot. My uncle actually lives in Wisconsin, so he's a big Bucks fan, and I would love—I would love to see him celebrate uh, an NBA Finals victory but i don't i don't know i like i like what booker's doing and i like i like the vibes that the suns give out uh, after watching all of like 30 minutes of basketball this entire season
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i'm just glad it's not like lakers and nets that I right.
0: thought it was going to be exactly stanley cup finals kind of fall into that same category a lot of people thought lightning not a lot of people thought montreal canadians but here we are and we're still going and we are still going
1: game five of the stanley cup final is tomorrow Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. Canadians, Tampa, in Tampa. Tommy, you think Tampa closes it out tomorrow night in the Old Barn?
0: I think they have to, or they run the risk of a, of a reverse sweep. That's only happened once in NHL history in the Stanley Cup Finals in 1942. I don't know. Actually, like I feel like that is a tall task for this tabs team to climb all the way back up that mountain. Obviously, they did it with the Toronto Maple Leafs, but... That's kind of a different story because Maple Leafs have just been consistently bad in the playoffs and the Lightning feel like they have the, the chemistry and the mindset uh, to close this thing out. But I think Tony X tweeted last night, like it didn't feel like this was a night that the series was going to end. It didn't. Went to OT. Josh Anderson scored the game winner. And now it's three games to one. But for me, Tampa Bay going back home, going from a stadium that wasn't allowed to fill itself to capacity to one that is going to be bursting at the seams. It feels like the narrative is lining up for this series to end in the next game. But
1: I think the one the biggest issue Montreal has had is Carey Price has just been good. He hasn't necessarily been great. Um, I think last night he was great. And. Kind of proved that even when Tampa, you know, can outshoot Montreal as bad as they did, and probably outplay them as bad as they did, in that four-minute penalty at the end of regulation, which deserved or not, like it's a little bit of a, a little bit of a frustrating call if you're a Montreal fan, just mm-hmm. just to, to happen at the end of the game. But they they weathered the storm, and they definitely didn't look like it. Definitely didn't look like what the Blues would have looked like if they squeaked out a win in that first round, just like kind of pure luck. Like, oh hey, we got one. Um, it really felt like Montreal has been due for a win in this series and and they played well enough to get one last night. and as, as much as they are in the hole and as much as it hasn't happened since 1942, you know, if Montreal comes out and wins game five, and that's obviously a big if, pressures on Tampa, going back to Montreal, going to the bell Center, you know, being forced to win and, and not have a game seven, it, anything could happen. And I feel like this year, with a team like Montreal, if anyone could do it, it's them. So obviously, Tampa's in a very, very good spot. And, you know, they, even though they lost last game, I, I do really do think that they're going to come away with a win tomorrow night in front of their home fans. Um, I just think they're the better team inside and out. So it's going to be tough for Montreal. But I don't think that this series is, is as um far apart as a lot of people thought it was even when Montreal was down like 1-0 everyone was saying like oh this series is over and like when they're down 3-0 they're like oh Montreal didn't deserve to be here most lopsided cup final in history and as much as that may be true it's easy to forget that Tampa is the closest thing we have to a super team in the NHL so the fact that Montreal even scraped by one win is very impressive um but who knows anything could happen we could be sitting here in a couple of days talking about game six and then after that talking about game seven. So it, it's hopefully going to be a little bit more entertaining than the first few games because I really feel like I haven't been too engaged with this cup final because Tampa has been running away with every game. But if this series gets competitive, I'm really looking forward to it.
0: For Montreal, it almost feels like everyone was counting Montreal out in every single series. And then once they made the Stanley Cup, it was like, oh, well, like, it, m- these guys actually might be good. Like, I'm going to hop on the bandwagon now. And then, of course, as soon as people start hopping on the bandwagon, being like, well, these guys are actually good, uh, <laughs> they start getting manhandled by the Tampa Bay Lightning. But after going down three games to nothing and then everyone basically saying the series is over, uh, they come out and squeak out a win, like you said. So, uh, maybe it was just, maybe it just took, uh, Montreal feeling like everyone was against them again, uh, the ultimate underdogs and everyone, just kind of wrote them off in this series maybe that's everything that they needed to turn this series around personally for me i think that would be very entertaining even if they ended up losing it in seven uh that would be like he's a, a huge mountain to overcome but the the first step of that mountain is winning in the friendly confines of tampa bay as they like to say so we'll see if that happens or not me
1: neither and we're gonna have it all covered for you here on the locked on blues podcast so make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening to, that way you never miss a new upload. Make sure you follow us both on Spotify Greenroom. Tommy, maybe we can do a, a live reaction to the game tomorrow night. Um, yeah, that'd be sweet. And we can kind of do a
0: be... look ahead to uh, the Blues' off season as it starts, like ten minutes after.
1: Well, unless unless Montreal comes away with a victory, but yeah, make sure right. you give us a follow on Spotify Greenroom. Mine is at Josh Hyman NHL. Same with my Twitter. Tommy's is T Welcher fifteen. Same as his Twitter. So. Check us both out on both of those platforms. Uh, make sure you follow our podcast page on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook at Locked On Blues. Thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, let's go, Blues.